into. We just show up one day and we're like, look, man, we just couldn't afford to pay you. Uh, how about this brisket? Yeah. yeah. He's like, look, man, that ain't going to work. Yeah, <laughs> we're going to get a call send to be like, yeah, we're interested in the show. No, we don't want you. We just want Raul. Yeah, we, yeah. yeah right. Right. Yeah. Well, I, well, I think like when society breaks down, like brisket it's going to. is going to be a currency. Mm. Like hey, yeah, we don't own gonna, cows. Dude. Right. <laughs> we're it's we're, we're going to have to like uh, barter that. We're shooting other people's cows <laughs> and dragging them off. That's not a good good thing. I say get killed. What, I don't is know. That wrestling. Man. We don't mm. we don't want to wrestle. Yeah, we're walking around with like wrestling. Wrestling. I think I think you can get shot over that or hung. Still today in Texas, I think that's still on the books. Mm. Yeah, cattle rustling. Yeah, don't yeah. steal cows. Yeah, you can't do that. I mean, like, you just go to jail or something. But and he says you get hung. Well, it's on the books, but they don't hang anybody. In they Texas. might. You don't know. But yeah. just hypothetically, if brisket was a currency, yeah, uh, are we talking like one slice of brisket? Is that like equivalent to um, what, what kind of trade, sir? <laughs> what, what kind of services are we depends. trading? More, I think please. Depends upon more, where the world's at at that more point, brisket, right? Please. Yeah, like yeah, if, I I, if I had like a plumbing issue yeah. and I had a, a plumber come to fix said pipes or whatever, and it's like uh, <laughs> hey. that'll be twenty brisket slices. No, 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 hold on, hold on. You're like, <laughs> you, hey, look, you got it out, and you slice one. You're like, is that enough? <laughs> you go to slice another one. Is that enough? He, he just yeah, says he's going more. Yeah, right. I like that. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Yeah, cheers to that. Mm. Yeah. Hey, grabbing the brisket podcast coming in. Uh, we're, we're not coming from down under, but we're fixing to be visited down under by nope. Jess. Nah, that, it sounds really good the way you said that. Like, yeah. It's she's really in good. Texas. It, she is. She lives here. Right. She's right. Texan. She's from under? Ah, don't. Probably shouldn't say anything. Texas. <laughs> Texas down under. Yeah. Under from. Eh, Less is we more. We don't even know. <laughs> Less is more. We're not even talking about that. Leave that yeah, in there. Yeah, yeah, we do. We have a really good show uh, planned for you guys. We do have Jess Prowls, Hardcore Carnivore, coming up. Uh, and, yeah, I cannot wait to get her on. This is her third appearance. Mm, it's a three-peat. Uh, uh, yeah, three-peat. And, you look, that's that's when you know that you've, you've hooked them, right? They're on the reel. They just keep coming back for more. Mm-hmm. And I'm hoping to have a really good conversation with her, uh, a really good podcast. And I think we're going to dive into more, more of just, you know, it's easy to ask all the basic questions. Yeah. We're going to get into more of, of Jess, you know. So get to know Jess for that's sure. That's right. Um, and then we've got a whole we got a whole a whole slew of stuff uh, planned for this podcast. So yeah. yeah, that's true. That's true. Let's go. We yeah. were talking about brisket currency, but uh, we we did get a, a little brisket um, voicemail, some some pictures and video or whatnot sent in. Maybe we can blast that out real quick. Let's do it. Yeah. Hey, good morning, guys. Uh, Perry Brooks hadn't called in a while, man. I just want to let y'all know that. Uh, I don't know if this is a win, a fail, or just a good bit of inform- information. But uh, smoking eight nine brisket, uh, John James. Uh, y'all already know about this, but um, I did it in a pit boss, and I came up with an idea of wrapping it. I guess we all three came up with the idea of wrapping it uh, in butcher paper. Well, at the meat market. We didn't have any butcher paper. So the only paper I had was wax paper. And I know you're not supposed to use wax paper, but, you know, I messaged y'all and figured that if I flip it and put the wax outside, then it should be okay. Um, Come to find out that it did work. It was very moist. Mm -hmm, Moist. Uh, Yeah. It worked. Uh, I'm not a fan of a pellet smoker. I'm a stick burner. Always.
can use wax paper to wrap a brisket as long as you flip it and have the wax outside. So uh, take a look at the pictures. Um, it looks good. The bark wasn't there because I, I, I feel like that it couldn't penetrate because of the wax. But uh, A9 brisket, for most people, they would like it. Um, little bitty smoke ring on it, thin test, hold on its own test. Uh, the flavor profile, I didn't like. Um, but then again, I'm cooking with sawdust. So there you go, guys. Merry Christmas. Y'all be good. Jan, you're a little bitch, baby. <laughs> <laughs> Always, man. He is the best. Oh, man, Perry. I thought you said I'm cooking with sawdust. Perry. <laughs> Perry. 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 Uh, listen, I uh, listen. I love the efforts. Uh, I, you know, I've actually thought about this for a long time. Does wax paper work? And you know, does it? Would it? Would it just shut off the backside? Does it seep into the paper? Uh, does it do anything? Right? Does it? Does it hinder? You know, the bark being set up or anything else. And so. I really appreciate him putting that video out there because I think it all tells us, like, hey, you know what? If, if, just try it out. Try it for yourself. I mean, obviously, you know, the you, was it A9? Was it A9? That's a gorgeous brisket. A9, A9, A9 yeah. brisket. And it's right. very yeah. fitting because uh, I did see the the tag on that thing, and it is Australian Wagyu. Yeah. So, and, yeah. It, and maybe that's something that we can bring up to Jess because I know we've had this conversation on the podcast many of times talking about how the, 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 the grading of Prime nowadays looks very different from the grading of Prime previously that we've seen like 10 years ago 10 right. years ago five yeah. years ago it, it just seems like uh the prime briskets were a lot more marbled than what they are now mm-hmm. yeah and well yeah. they're it, lumping it all into prime at this point something i don't know I, you know how it grades or you know or are they softened a little bit because of the constraints on the markets right. and how much they're having to produce and uh it's the demand how, the demand how popular so yeah. how popular barbecue is mm-hmm. barbecue is it's not even at its height right now. Think about that. And they, they predicted, like, you know, uh, I was reading a few article, articles today uh, in spare time, and uh, it just looking at how many restaurants opened up. And, you know, the, the article, I think it was a Texas Monthly article, was like maybe four or five years ago. But uh, the, the writer was saying, you know, I, I fear one day, you know, I, that I won't be able to make it to some of these restaurants because they're going to close before I get there or or you're not going to have this type of food or whatever. He said, but in reality – you, you may have you may have a hundred a hundred plus locations closed in the next five years, right? He said, but in the next six months, you're going to have uh, potentially a hundred new a hundred new restaurants. Right, they're open popping up like crazy. In six months, yeah. you mm-hmm. know. So that's how popular this really is. Um, and I don't know. I, th- I think it's uh, definitely speaks volumes to what that does to the meat market, what it does to ranchers, what what it does to the quality. Um, and it's like, how can you just keep raising, you know, are you butchering earlier? Are you letting them get to the, the marble stage they need to get to? I, I have no idea. I, I don't I don't raise cattle for a living. Yeah. But uh, maybe that's something that Jessica can, can chime in on. Yeah. Even just Snake River Farms, um, it seems like they're, and I'm, I'm not going to say quality. I'm not saying their quality is crap. It's good. But their quality seems like it has changed just a little bit. And, uh, and maybe it's just what we are receiving versus what is being um, put out there to because I, I know they do contracts with certain barbecue restaurants where they get the, the, the golds, they get the, mm-hmm. the really prime stuff, uh, and then when you order one for when we do competitions, it just has not been the same as right. we, we've seen so before the secret, in the past. There's the a little secret, more hit or miss. Well, the secret to that is in just talking to some of the guys is you know obviously you can't you can't go in and order the the, the fourteen to fifteen pound. You get the biggest one. 
you got to go all the way in. And, and that's what tells like, and that's, that's one of those things like when you're, when you're ordering that, cause you cut, you cut it down to people, to, a small amount of people are ordering that at size of brisket, right? Mm-hmm. Everybody's trying to order the 10, 12 pound or whatever it is, because it's more affordable, right? right? You can buy that for 140 ducks. Uh, but trying to order the, the 20, the 20 plus pound, you're paying 270 for that brisket. Think about that. $270 for a brisket, but the damn thing is, it's like butter. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, do you even have to cook it? I'm just kidding. You yeah, have, yeah, you have you to have cook it. You, you, probably should. Cook you should probably cook it. Probably, you probably should better. cook it itself. Just yeah. don't put it on a pellet grill. Yeah. yeah. Just right. kidding. Yeah. Right. No. I don't know. I, we'll, we'll get into this. We'll and, get into and, and, and hopefully, I think, over, over we start traveling more and more, more places we go to and, and see, you know, I obviously, I think everybody's talking about this. You know, it, not just comp- competitions are more popular than they ever have been. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, 20 years ago, you had bar cook-offs and you had – you know, you had KCBS and you had other sanctioned bodies, whatever else, IBCBA, but it wasn't like this. It is, it's crazy. Mm-hmm. It is, is it's, but it's fun, you know? And I, I think that like, it is a sport now where 20 years ago, it never felt like a sport. It felt like, okay, you went down to your local hardware store and you got them to pitch in a hundred bucks and you got, you know, the Safeway down the street to furnish some meat and you got, that's how it was back then, you know? It's a business now, yeah. and and it's business for teams, you know. Uh, and you get teams raising big time money right. uh, to, to to fund their cookoffs. And I don't know, man. It's barbecue, man. It's pretty. It's pretty freaking yeah. awesome. Yeah, I think I think there's a way to level everything, level the playing field. Yeah, and control it kind of like they do at the the steak cookoffs, uh, to where they provide the meat. This is what you cook, and go at it. Um, as opposed to this team over here can I I can go out here and buy three. We're rich. Three hundred dollar brisket, right, right. and I'll yeah. pick from the best. We've talked the about this before, whatever, right? Like, yeah. did it in a cookoff where you we provided everybody a choice brisket, and that's what you cooked or, or select wow. brisket. Or I think whatever. you got to do. A, you got to do a better brisket. Well, than is that, everybody's doing the same thing? I don't think it matters. Well, no, no, I, I agree. You got to have a lot more skill but to make I a like, really good select brisket. I like good brisket, so <laughs> okay. If you're judging it, yeah, it needs to be. Okay. So, I mean, like, if that, that's the thing, though, I could we we could. We could do it right now. We could set up a, 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 a competition right now and say do, I don't know, a 30-team invi- invitational only, and we provide, I don't know, every team gets one brisket. You, you only provide one because in, in steak you get two, but obviously it's a lot more expensive to do two briskets. But you could provide two briskets and do a snake method and say you pick your briskets out here. That I don't care what you cook them on, whatever else, and here's your window and go, start. And that's that's a timetable. They, they, you know, I think you have teams that check in and they go, oh, I'm, I'm going to cut the damn thing down to a one foot by nine mm-hmm. inches or 11 inches, and I'm going to cook that one piece. And you have the group that goes in and cooks the entire packer. Right. Right. And, and so one group cooks their brisket in, in six hours, and one group cooks their brisket in 14 hours. You know, I mean, that's, yeah. I don't know. It'd be cool. It'd be cool to see. Yeah. We'll get into uh, into another episode, but let's talk a little bit about. Uh, I've had three days off, man. It's been beautiful, not having to go to work, just what? doing whatever I wanted to do for the last three days. It has been fantastic. I really love uh, getting up in the morning, being able to make a little breakfast for the kiddo, send her off to whatever. But then after that, it's like, what do I do? What do I do with my life? So today, I met with John. Me and him went out and. Had a little lunch. Earlier. It was really nice. <laughs> we had yeah. a little lunch. Really earlier. had a good time. We actually went good. to two different uh, taverns. Uh, right. It was, it was yeah. pretty cool. Right. <laughs> uh, it was so fun. <laughs> I just, 
We didn't invite you, Jan. Yeah, you should have. Uh, you should have hit me up or something. We could have. Uh, you could have with us. I hit you. Hit you up the other day, and you're like, I'm in Colorado. Well, I was in Colorado. It was Monday, by the way. Yeah, I was not home. I like how Monday you're busy. I'm washing my hair. <clears throat> Friday mm-hmm. you're out bar hopping, having your best life. By the way, I called you earlier. Did you? Yeah, we talked. Oh, yeah. Uh, we did. You were you were backing up your travel trailer, saying I got I got to get the trailer out. I've got to get it all cleaned up. I got a busy day today, mm-hmm. and then immediately. Mm-hmm. That's followed up by you two guys are at Little Woodrow's uh, <laughs> off of 45, having the best freaking time of your life. Just checking it out. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I'll, I'll tell you one little funny story there. It's like, um, mm. obviously, they, they don't have a full kitchen there, but they do have a slider burger bar uh, that's, I think it's 5 p.m. and later. Uh, yeah. But you can get pizza and you can get some subs or whatever. So I was like, all right, let me dial into some uh, Italian sub. I think it was like a, some type of turkey um, sandwich. I was like, money, let's do that. But let me get no cheese on that. And then it rolls back, and she comes back like maybe twenty minutes later. It was probably shorter than that. It's like cheese. She drops it down. It's cheese all over it, just melted like provolone or melted pepper jack. And I was mm-hmm. like, dang, look good. Roll back over. I was like, hey, I, I man, I, I asked for no cheese. She's like, they put cheese on that. I was like, oh, that's got to be someone else's order. I, mean you, mean meanwhile, I've already like opened it up, fingered and I've already, it. Like, <laughs> Peeled the cheese back and just like, oh no, that's definitely cheese. And then put it back, and then she's like, oh, that's that's somebody else's. They gave you somebody else's. So <laughs> she picked it up and she rolled right around the corner on the other side of the bar, and we lost it from there. I don't know if somebody else got it, but I was like, John, is she giving somebody else <laughs> I think that? She gave it to someone she, else. <laughs> I just fingered all over that thing. I was like, okay, but she did come back with the sandwich. It was great. Uh, John had his. John ordered like a freaking like <laughs> large pizza. No, it was labeled as a flatbread. It came out. It was like seriously like a, a probably nine, a fourteen a inch. inch yeah, sixteen. Yeah. It was huge. I was like, what? I ate two slices. Yeah, and left it in the back of James's truck. Yeah, I don't feel bad ask for him, either one of you. Ask him what was on the. Pizza. I don't care. I don't feel bad for you guys. Great, you got some cheese on your sub while you were just hanging out. Oh, two pizzas too big. Wow. <laughs> ask him what he was on his wow. pizza. First world problems. All I'm saying. What? What'd you, what was your pizza? Just some ham and some jalapeno and whatever. What? What? Yeah, mm-hmm. it was good. Really good pizza. What was it? They had good pizza there. Pineapple and, and pineapple. Yeah. Oh, you had pineapple on your pizza. Pineapple. You like that? I love jalapeno pineapple. Yeah. Oh, that's nice. Good. Yeah, okay. it's it's weird. It's got a cool texture to it. Yeah. Were you like, expecting him to I totally jump down my throat? Kind of, sorta. <laughs> hmm. That's weird, James. Yeah. Just, <laughs> I mean, I don't eat pizza, so I can't really like sorta. engage. Right now, in, I'm just trying to can't really engage just, into that uh, yeah. thing between you uh, guys that y'all have with your shared love for pineapple pizza. But hey. Y'all do y'all. Yeah, I know we are. And listen, <laughs> I, I, right now, I, anything you're going to tell me in a second, I'm just going to do the opposite and vice versa, James. So I'm not going to do what you think I'm going to do, right? Freak out. Yeah. I'll, I, it'd be nice to get a call. That's all I'm saying. I did talk to you. Remember <laughs> right. we talked? You're, you're talking about the camper. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. I got you. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. I had to get off yeah. the phone. I was leaving. I had I to go see James. I'm actually going to leave in a second. <laughs> yeah. Whatever. Uh, no, it's cool. I actually want to go there. I, I heard the place has like some 80... It, like, 200 inch televisions or something. Huge, it's huge. Yeah, they're huge TVs. It, it's a, a lot of televisions outside, right? Mm-hmm. So it's big, huge outdoor park and a big slide and a big slide, mm-hmm. which is weird. You keep saying that. I, um, well, there's a slide at the bar. I think it's cool. What does that mean? What does slide mean or bar? It's is like it a bar upstairs? And now, nah, but no. it's like a two story slide, like they, like the ones you see at the fair with the multiple lanes. You know, the whoop, whoop, yeah. little you bumps. Ju- you jump yeah. in the yeah. potato sack and just like yeah, like, yeah, yeah, like for kids. Yeah, but it's for adults. No kids allowed, right. I guess. You have to sign a waiver to you to, to yeah partake. Yeah. Alcohol and a, and a two story slide sounds <laughs> yes. phenomenal. Oop, another yeah. one fell off the side. We did yeah. say they have zero injury so far. 
These right. opened up like a month ago. Right, like, right. Yeah. Huh, good. Good for them. They'll be tearing that down soon. Hey, you know exactly. what? <laughs> Broke my arm. Sign a waiver. Uh, I love that. That's great. You know what? That's that's how that's how we are as, as a society. Like, here, you can do whatever you want. Just sign this. Just don't sue me. Yeah, right. you can't exactly. sue me. Sorry, I got his, I got his John... John Hancock on that motherfucker. Mm. Um, that's 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 uh, that's the American way, right? Or the ever way? Because if you don't, you just get sued. Yeah. What would be the worst currency to be paid in, meat wise? Meat wise? <laughs> Frogwa. <laughs> pate. Escargot. Pate. Wait, what is pate? That's like it's like mush, know, mushy man. something. It's like a, looks like cat food. Yeah. yeah, that's what it looks like, but I don't know it's what like it is. Duck. It tastes like cat food. It's like bro. duck. It's like ground up duck or it's something. Like duck liver. I think it's liver. Oh, it's frog wall. Mm. It's like it's duck liver too, but it's not ground or something. Nah, who knows? Uh, who knows? We're not cultured know. enough. We don't know. Right. That. We are very cultured. He, he meant out of the main four meats. <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, <laughs> in that case, I'm going pulled what's, pork. <laughs> what's the worst currency of meat to be paid into? Like, are you starving? Because if you're starving, James, I'm telling you right now, you'll eat anything. But okay, well, this is that turned riveting. That no, turned, no answers that turned. there. All right, yeah, we'll, okay. we'll move along. Hey, let's Keep let's moving. jump into the uh, the uh, the barbecue news. Ooh, hot off the grill barbecue news. Oh, he's on it tonight. Uh, Raul. Yeah, brought Scoreboard. to you by the MBBQA and the Barbecue News Magazine. Uh, the first one is I heard from Kel today. The Awards of Excellence. They had over six hundred entries. This is the most they've ever had. Uh, and MBBQA has been around for a long time, so that's it. Hopefully, we got some stiff competition this year. I, you know I, I, mean? th- I think we do. I hope yeah, so. I think we I do. So. Um, and then uh, the other thing we got, we talked last week with old Greg Rimpy about uh, Memphis in May and the new cook-off and all the drama going yep. on over there. Yep. The whole well, dynamic. they just announced. I, I don't know if it's. I think it might have been yesterday. That new cook-off, which still doesn't have a name, uh, their festivals. The overall prize money for that cook-off. Take a guess. Uh, ten thousand dollars. Two hundred fifty thousand dollars. What? Which one is quarter of a million dollars? Which one is this? This is the new one. The one that's competing against Memphis and Memphis May. May. Who is this? The one that the Memphis May guys are trying to put on now, or is this the one that the city's putting on? The city. This is not Memphis and May. This is going to be the one that's competing with Memphis and May. How do, how do we get into that one? <laughs> right. So the the grand <laughs> champion <laughs> grand champion's purse. So if you grand champion this thing. Yep, uh, fifty thousand dollars. How do we how do we get into that one? I guess you sign it. I guess you just sign the hell up. Okay. I, I not that we could win it or anything like that. I'm pretty sure they said. Uh, well, how, how did they say this? It was the largest pork barbecue competition purse ever, or something. Yeah. I don't know of any bigger ones anyway, mm-hmm. but that's that's a lot of money. They're clearly like drawing a line in the sand here, like. Now we're going to compete. We want to take your competitors. Memphis Look, here's and the deal: you set the bar. You set the bar at two fifty. It's going to be at two fifty, and it's every yeah. year it's going to jump up. Right, mm. but do you guys until think, nobody shows up? Do you think no one will show up? I think oh, I think there's going to be some people I think that I'll like show up. I think there's going to be some big names surprise us and be like, "Yeah, no, I'm going to go." You're going to have some backyard cookers show up. When he spent four hundred bucks on a on a, on a barbecue pit a and pop up, a, yeah, and some and some freaking. I don't know what's what's a natural light or something, and going to win that motherfucker, yeah. and go like you know what I mean, and he's going to have every every sponsor, everything coming. You know what I mean? That's it's amazing. It's huge. It's beautiful. I love it. It's that. amazing. 
Um, so do you think there'll be a couple big names that, that jump the? Yeah, I mean, yeah, one hundred percent. We saw uh, listen to the uh, the interview with uh, Greg Rempe that he did with uh, Malcolm Reed and and Heath Riles, and that was one of the deals where he was like, "Are you going to go or stay or go whatever?" And one of the things like, well. How much money? I mean, if it's like a like basically, it's like what's going to take you to go, and that was one of the things that like a huge. Purse, yeah, he, yeah, he said it, it would have to be huge. He said he said two thousand bucks, and they cover your fees. He said I'd pay you two thousand bucks not to go. So what's that's what's a lot the, of money. what's the uh, what's the purse on the other side? I don't know. It's not that much. I mean, like I'm not sure. Hundred thousand. Again, I don't know. Do you, do you know anything when it comes to the Houston Livestock Show and Rodeo? Their barbecue? What does the money look like there? Yeah. James, uh, you yeah. volunteer there. What uh, do you yeah, know yeah, about I that? volunteer there. Yeah. Um, hey, way uh, to go. Fun <laughs> fact. Uh, he'll, he'll tell you how much he volunteers. Yeah, there yeah. is actually, I don't think, any money involved. I don't think it's, you get it's for a kids. dollar amount. Yeah, so I think... Uh, you get a uh, the the trophy. You get a belt buckle. Um other than that, I, it's I don't think there's... It's all yeah, fundraiser, yeah, right? It's, it's more prestigious to win that than, than anything. I don't think you win money. That's right. Yeah, it's, it's not about, you know, and that, I think that's what makes Houston so much different. I mean, I, mean, I know there's other ones out there that know that, but they, it, everything goes back to scholarships for, for, for Houston, right? So yeah. even when you go and buy an animal or go and whatever, you're, you're, you're giving money back to a scholarship or yeah. city of Houston. Yeah. yeah. It's all for the kids. That's right. Well, city of Houston. Yeah. I'd like Anyways. to give back to my pockets a little bit. Yeah, you're paying the Astrodome <laughs> rent for another week or two. Uh, that's all I got for the Hot Off the Grill Barbecue News. There it is. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. Uh, should we uh, should we uh, pay some bills and hear from Frank and some friends and Odd Pods and all that kind of stuff real quick? Yes, I think we should. You know, smoking meats isn't just cooking. It's an art form. The aroma, those deep flavors, the patience, it's a whole experience. And behind every great artist, there's the right set of tools. If you're aiming to build your own barbecue pit or dreaming of a custom design tailored just for you, SmokerBuilder.com has your back. Led by Frank Cox, their expertise is unmatched. Offering blueprints, kits, and insights, they turn every barbecue dream into a flavorful reality. Imagine your backyard, the center of attention, and at the heart of it, a smoker that's uniquely yours. It's more than just equipment. It's about crafting those unforgettable moments, and with the guidance of Frank and his team, you're setting the stage for magic. So whether you're a seasoned pit master or taking your first steps into the smoky world, head over to smokerbuilder.com, fill up your carts, and be sure to use the promo code GRABTHEBRISKET in all caps to receive your 10% discount. Smoke on. Threw down some ribs last night. Used the chicks that smoke spicy rub. Mind blown. Dude, that, that's what I'm saying. Like the chicks that smoke spicy barbecue all-purpose rub, dude, it, it is a game changer for sure. Yeah, if you folks have not given it a shot, you need to. Honestly, your barbecue will thank you. Chicks that smoke, it's at sucklebusters.com. You know, whether it's a casual backyard grilling session or high-pressure world barbecue competition, one thing's certain. The drink by your side needs to be ice cold. Absolutely, and that's where Yeti coolers come in. Every time I'm grilling in my backyard, I trust Yeti to keep things cold. And in the midst of barbecue competitions, with all that heat and intensity, Yeti's a game-changer, ensuring those drinks stay chilled. So whether you're perfecting the burger flip or aiming for barbecue gold, Yeti's got your back. Here's to cooler moments, no matter where you grill. Cheers. And now it's time for Frank Knows What's Wrong With It. As always, send in your questions to 434-829-2299 or shoot us an email at info at grabhemandthebrisket.com. 
Hey guys, Frank Cox here. I'm back with another question from you guys for Frank Knows What's Wrong With It. So today's question is from Will D. And his question is, what's the best way to clean out a drum smoker? Okay, that's a great question, Will, and I'll tell you exactly how to do it. Um, first thing you, you ought to know if you've never cooked in a drum smoker is that all of the fat and everything renders and goes down to the bottom of the cooker. This could, if you inject heavily or use very fatty meat like pork butts that have a lot of fat marble in them, uh, especially when they're injected, this can leave a good pile of grease in the bottom of that drum. Now, when you take your, your charcoal basket out, stuff like that, you really should clean this out every couple of cooks or every cook, right? Most of you don't do that, it's okay. So what you're gonna do is you need some kind of a scraper first. I usually put this drum on, like if it's a really pretty paint job, we'll set it on some sawhorses or something with some cardboard down where I can reach in there without getting down on the ground. Take a putty knife of some kind and you're gonna scrape the bottom of the barrel out. Then once you're done with that, you're gonna take a power washer or just a water hose, whatever, and you're gonna to try to rinse all of that out. Now I do not use any cleaners. I don't use any soap, just like we talked about uh, with seasoning cast iron you're not gonna use any chemicals to clean this out. If you do, it's okay. You just gotta make sure that you rinse it out very, very, very good and season it immediately because that oily film is what's gonna protect the inside of it from rusting. So anyway, once you, once you get all that grease out of there, you're gonna rinse it out, let it dry. I usually just let it sit upside down for a few hours in the sun, let it dry out. And then you're gonna build a fire in it and re-season it with a light coating of some kind of PAM or something spray, uh, some kind of spray oil. Now, there is a trick that I've not personally done, but I know a lot of my customers have done it and some of my friends have. There you can get some kind of kitty litter evidently that is uh, like non-odor, like it's an it's a odor-free odor kitty litter of some kind. Basically, you're looking for just the rocks is what you're looking for that absorbs stuff. So you can line the bottom of your drum with that kitty litter and it will absorb most of that oil. Now, like I say, I've not personally done that. Don't just run out and go do it with regular kitty litter. Do some research, uh, maybe ask some questions of people that have, but uh, I do know a few people that, have, that do it regularly that way. And what happens is, is then that's easier just to vacuum that out. One other thing I should point out is if you get a Super 55 drum smoker and you use the baffle plate, when that fat and the juice and everything renders out and falls down on top of that baffle plate, it's got a lot of closed surface area on it. And that's a good thing because when that fat renders out and hits that plate, it boils off and literally vaporizes and goes up and back into adding flavor to your meat. Now, that's not gonna like catch on fire or anything. It's, it's not gonna leave a big mess in the bottom of your barrel either. So you're gonna be able to take advantage of that, that vaporized flavor and it's gonna be easier to clean up. Um, it actually, a lot of times I'll pull a, the baffle plate out and the, and the charcoal basket out and there won't be anything in the bottom of my drum. It'll just be clean, you know, like I never even cooked in it. So that's something else to look at there. Anyway, send your questions in. Thanks a lot for that question, Will. And uh, if you want to be like Will, get entered in the drawing for the end of the year giveaway thing. Make sure you send in your questions. Grab them in the brisket, guys. See ya. Questions for Frank? If you guys have those, go ahead and send them in, 434-829-2299, or uh, send us an email, info at grabemandthebrisket.com.
Com. That's right. Yeah. I mean, I, he I, loves first of all, room. we are, he does. He, he puts a lot of effort into this. It's not mm-hmm. like he sits back and goes, oh, I'm going to give you this information or whatever else. He lives and breathes this. He's excited every time I send him. It, it, it's, it is exciting. And he puts a lot of work into this. And I think it's, I think it translates into the podcast. And to be honest, we're really fortunate to him doing this, whatever else. So again, smokerbuilder.com. Go check him out. I, I'll say it one more time. I think it's a little fast. That was but, fast. But smokerbuilder.com. Mm-hmm. Check it out. Uh, you're not going to be disappointed. Mm-hmm. So, and if yeah. you want a discount on any of that stuff, there's a there's a link down below. Just right. click that. What's the promo code again? Grab the brisket, all caps. Grab the brisket, all caps, and or just click the link and you'll get. And the you're you're going to get your discounts. Yeah, send so. your questions in, guys. Mm-hmm. What do we got here for the uh, mm. grabbing the, grab the brisket? Beer review. I didn't like that. I didn't like the whole again? intro. No, no, no. It is what it is. We'll try it on the way out. Can't do it. One shot. Okay, it's fine. Hey, what do we have here, James? Uh, so we have the the funnel cake ale from <sighs> Community. It says Community Beer Company, so I imagine it's like Community Brewery. Um, they're out of Dallas, Texas. It's, there's cheers, folks. They're just giving all all the vibes of just being at a carnival. We were mm. just talking about the Houston Last Sock Show and Rodeo. Uh, I guess any any type of uh, carnival you go to. Uh, the funnel cake is a must-have, right? I mean, you got to try the funnel cake um, and the turkey legs, right? Um, so I saw this. I was like, hey, let's go ahead and get it a shot. Ooh. This thing has no smell at all, by the way. Yeah, so I, 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 gave, it, I gave it a little just a whiff a second ago. But, uh, okay, let's go in this real quick. Um, mm-hmm. The funnel cake L brings a mind of days of Ferris wheels, rides, cotton candy, covered fingers, and ring toss games. I, I don't know if that's true or not, uh, but the 4.8 alcohol per- Alcohol, blah, 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 blah. Uh, the 4.8 ABB uh, is a little, maybe what I need right now. Uh, yeah, but right. Uh, it's, it's, the mill. it's, it's a little, average. It's, it's average, right? Yeah. Um, I don't know. Uh, and then also uh, the 10.5, was that OGs? What does that say? Mm-hmm. Uh, original Gangsters. Yep. They're 10.5 Original Gangsters, I believe that's what that is. 10.5 OP. The OG. Not okay. Really sure yep. what that is. And then no it's 15 yeah. IBUs. And I feel like I, they just add shit on these it cans is. <laughs> just to make us guess. It's but, a but seven the, and a half elemental P. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> Ocean Pacifics. Yeah. Uh, but the, the IBUs are 15, which we know what that is. That's, that, that's the bitterness, right? So that's on the low scale, right? It's not going to be a bitter beer. Right. No, so. it's, a, it's a sweet beer. Sweet. To me, this tastes like a cream soda. Mm. Mm. Yeah, it smells good. It doesn't smell like anything. It's like powdered sugar. Yeah, it, doesn't, it tastes like cream soda to me. Like totally, a little bit of a little bit of alcohol, but it's mostly just cream soda. Yeah, very vanilla. Mm-hmm. I could, yeah, like a vanilla, vanilla, like a vanilla powdered sugar. Yep. Right. Not a fan of this. No, it's got and it's got a weird aftertaste. Right. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. Not I your best pick, James. Um, yeah, I, I don't know. I, I think. First of all, I think we're being a little too judgy. That's what we're supposed to do. Right? It does say cheers, folks. Cheers, folks. folks. Uh, so look, let's just give this another second chance. Mm. Uh, we should shotgun one of these. I'm not doing that. Okay. Uh, let's take a big drink. Okay. Okay. You first, John. Mm. Now you second, James. Okay. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oof. How's that? It's, it's what it is. Okay. Yeah. You ready to rate it? Yep. Okay, go. I'm going to go 5.2. It's not the worst thing I've ever had, but it's not good. You know when you drink something, it gives you that little 
shipper yeah, in the, the back. End. There's something at the end. There's like something yeah. little. Almost stale or something. It's a little funky. This thing even good? Yeah. Got a little man. funkiness to it, don't it? No, it's just limited time only. Yeah, I think we're past that limited time. Thing. Limited time only. <clears throat> yeah, 5-2. What do you think, James? Love it? No, I don't. I'm, just, I'm not going to beat around the bush here. I'm just going to go straight right in and yeah. just give it a solid 4.0. It's mm. not good. No, don't buy it. Good. Do not buy this. Are they are they in Texas? Did we say they were in Texas? They're in Dallas. Dallas. Well, barely Texas. Mm. I think you're wrong. About what? I don't think it's a 4.0, and I don't think it's a 5.2. I think it's a higher score than that. I think you're doing it a little bit injustice. It's not good. Yeah, it's not your traditional beer, right? And I think it's what you're trying to. You're trying to. Yeah, it's a vanilla, sugary, without the sweetness, but mm-hmm. it has. It lends a little bit of sweetness there. It's not a hard beer to drink. You could. Yeah. You could easily pound this beer easily, no problem. Right. No, it tastes like a. It's like a cream soda that they make with sweet and low. Mm-hmm. It's not good. No, no, I, I don't know what a cream soda tastes like. I don't, no, well then, what do you think it tastes like? I'm sorry. I, it tastes like a vanilla powdered sugar beer. Okay. Right? A funnel cake. Right? Mm. So what is your score? Let's let me, hear it, let me, Jan. Let me, let me Come order, on, Jonathan. Let me order a drink real quick. Yeah, take your time. No. Okay. It's a 6-0. Mm. It's a 6-0 beer. It's You're not just, that this, far off from me. Well, you're five two. Yeah, I I'm know. Six zero. This this beer means if I see this beer in the fridge, definitely drinking it. That's definitely. What, that's drinking what that one. means. One hundred percent. Put you to it because there's going to be three in the yeah, fridge. Perfect. Definitely. Kill them. Okay. I will kill these beers. When he asks for another beer in a minute, you give him another one of these. Yes. <laughs> you're welcome. <laughs> if I say it now or say it later. Cheers, <laughs> folks. All right. Yeah. Uh, hey. Well, that brings up the uh, or ends the uh, conclusion of the grab of the brisket. Beer you. There it is. That's better. Yeah. That's cool. I think we nailed that. We did nail that one. And, like, I, and I'm not trying to hate on the beer or, or love the beer. I think I think it is a 6-0. I thought we know? were done with the beer review. I, I just wanted to reiterate the fact that okay. I, I'm not trying to outscore you guys or anything else. I just think that... <laughs> out beer reviewing us? How drinkable it is. <laughs> or how, just how drinkable it is. It, this is a very drinkable beer. There's it, not an off-putting taste to this. And you scoring at 4-0 actually sounds like it was off-putting to you. Like it was. You just, oh. Yeah. It was off-putting. If you were going to buy this beer, how many slices of brisket would you pay? <laughs> I think a we're six-pack? <laughs> six-pack, of course. Six slices. Oh, so this is, a, this is a slice of brisket per beer? Yeah. I'll take 100%. the brisket. I'll take 100%. the brisket every day. I mean, can you make a taco out of the one slice of brisket? Mm-hmm. Of course you can. Okay. Not a good one. Not a good one. <laughs> I think you need maybe right. at least two slices. So um, just real quick, I know we got a lot of things we got to cover real quick. Uh, but this last weekend, uh, we, we we went into uh, a little bit of the yeah, the Army-Navy game that came on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And uh, here at the Charlie Mike Studios, where we're, we're fortunate enough to be able to podcast that with these guys, uh, you know, it hits home for them, right? These are Army guys. And... They had said, "Hey, listen." They reached out or whatever. Was hey, we or maybe we offered. I don't. I don't know what we said. Hey, we can we can cook. We your could brisket. have. We were inebriated. Whatever I'm sure. it was, we can make a brisket for you guys. So James, uh, literally the night before, 
It's like eight o'clock at night, seven o'clock at night, whatever else. We're seasoning up. We throw on the pit, uh, and, and maybe uh, uh, yeah, maybe around eight o'clock or so. This thing cooks all night long. James is tending this fire all night long. Next morning, what a man! Mm-hmm. Next morning, he's up. He's he's wrapped. He's he's got everything together. We've cambroed. We go and we hang out with 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 the guys, and we watch part of the game with them, and then, uh, well, I mean, and you brought the brisket, and you brought the brisket. Brought, brought James also made some homemade uh, uh, pickled red onions, some mm. homemade uh, pickled jala- jalapenos, pickled jalapenos, nice, uh, some warmed up sauces, um, which definitely hit, uh, and then yeah, the guys made sliders. Um, and, and there were lo- lots of vets came in and just trying to watch the game, right? Um, Army won. So let's just Hell say yeah. that. Yeah. Hey, was, uh, it, was the brisket any good, roll? Man, I'm going to be honest with you. It was absolutely delicious. I didn't let nobody take no to-go plates. Yeah. <laughs> Damn. I, that, that's <laughs> the dead honest truth, bro. As soon as I saw they were done eating, I wrapped it up and I put it in my fucking car. <laughs> there it is. You're like, it, 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 no, it's all gone. Time to go. Hey, you think I Time get another, to uh, go. No, it's all gone. Time to go. No, it's cool, man. I, I, I'm, we're, we're glad you enjoyed it. Uh, you know, we're, it's always a nervous. You get a little nervous, right, when you're cooking for somebody, and, and you want somebody to like it, right? That, that, that's the end thing. And yeah. so, it's that. Obviously, we're a little bit of what do you call it, like food whores? Because like we want to hear, like, oh, was it good? You know, tell us how it was, yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, But at the same time... Every time somebody takes a bite, you're oh, like, right did you like it? Mouth. You're in their mouth. You're oh, like, t- explain that to me. <laughs> but uh, at the same time, you're just like, dude, like, do people eat it, right? Is it? And obviously, we know it's good. It's a good brisket, but how is it received, right? And it's it's objective, because it takes that, you know, somebody like, ah, oh, this is okay, or this is that, and maybe it is just okay. But... Dude, it was getting eaten up, and uh, that that was that made my heart full a little bit, right? And I was like, dude, great, great job for you, James, because yeah. it, it's it is hard work. Yeah, we're proud of you uh, doing that, and uh, yeah, just so glad we're able to uh, hook you guys up. Yeah. So, glad we could do that for you, all. Yeah, one hundred percent. Nah, James, we we absolutely we really appreciate it, man. We um, man, it hit home. Thank you, bro. And hey, the best part of the game, I don't know if it was the brisket or that the Army won. No, it was Army won, man. Yeah, it was Army won. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Because those I, Navy guys, man, they were like, bro, I talked a lot of shit. Yeah, right. <laughs> like the whole week <laughs> prior, it was it was crazy. Yeah, I saw a lot of posts. So uh, Will, I don't know, Will was a little fiery when he walked in. Right, he, he got a little fiery really quick, and and uh, just chilling. And uh, and and I could see that the the game started off. And it was really high tempo for Army, and uh, it just seemed like very dominant. You know what I mean? Uh, it, Navy was not moving the ball. Army was moving the ball. And you're like, oh, well, this is not going to be good. And uh, a lot of the guys, you can see the Navy guys in the very beginning, just kind of like chirping, and then they kind of quieted down. <laughs> They're like not saying anything. Uh, but I saw this thing, and it was like they asked a bunch of, uh, I don't know, it was Army guys, and it was like, hey, would you? Rather, uh, lose all your games all year long. Would you rather go what eleven and one or one and eleven or eleven or and one? Eleven and one and beat Navy or not? Yeah, right. and beat right. Navy. And they were like, beat Navy. That's all we. That's all we care about. <laughs> I was like, let's go, man. Hey, that, that's all that matters. That's the one game that we look forward to, and it, it's it's always a a blast, man. We always try to get the the guys together and show a little camaraderie. 
You know, in a uh, share love, we talk a lot of shit, but yeah. it's, it's all love. That's yeah. it. That's all awesome. That. I, I get the burps. This thing gave me the burps, man. Did y'all hear that? No. That was so crazy. Okay. Yeah. That's a sign that it's a 4.0 beer. Four, right. <laughs> hey, no, no, dude, it's a 6.0, man. Uh, anyways, whatever. Oh. Okay. All right. <laughs> do, we, do we want to go into a, uh, I know we got a barbecue fail. Um, do we have time to jump in? Uh, jump into that before we, we get into the interview with Jess Browse? Yeah, but yeah, we yeah. got time. Yeah. 100%. Uh, we had one uh, emailed in uh, from our buddy uh, Christian. To Christian, our old neighbor. That's right, yeah. Hargrove. Yeah, he's uh, he's up in. Uh, he's they, they've moved, uh, and uh, I'm not gonna tell you what city they live in or address. Yeah, their address is uh, two two nine. Yeah, right, <laughs> right. Uh, but yeah, so uh, I didn't actually read this, but it I looked saw, long. I yeah. saw that it was definitely it's very a, long, and I'm yeah. gonna try to get in this without trying to butcher it and try to. That's why he wants like, to read it now before he's drink anymore. Yeah. yeah. If there's a lot of just like so, stuttering or pauses just real or quick, just James, whatever. Can, can can we see this real quick? Yeah. So this thing scrolls. This yeah. thing is like, I don't know if we want to see you just run I, through that. Yeah, I want yeah. you to read it all of it. Yeah, um, word for word, if yes. you could. Can, can I, I read? We appreciate it, Christian. Uh, go yeah. ahead, chapter one. Yeah. Chapter one. Uh, well, fellas, I've got one for you uh, from your old neighbor. Uh, about a month and a half ago, I was at HEB and I found a good deal on a small pre-trim brisket. And decided that's what I was going to make this week so I could eat on it uh, for a couple of days. I planned to make it that Tuesday morning when I woke up. Uh, okay, Christian, this is such a long. You can't send. <laughs> Let me read it. You Give can't it to send, me. Hold on. You can't send. You cannot send uh, an entire notebook. It's of, fine. Or, or we journal, can't tell people not to send. Or journal. Listen, this is oh, like yeah, this we'll is a it. thousand so, words. Essentially, what, what he had planned, he yeah. picked up this small brisket, and, and and his wife was like, "Okay, hey, why don't you do that for the people?" And he was like. Well, it's not going to be big enough. I need a bigger brisket. And, but he decided, okay, yes, I will go ahead and go with uh, this brisket. Uh, so he ended up picking up a free, I think he got a free um, smoker that ran off of wood chips. Like a light right. smoker? Correct. Yeah. Uh, so he starts at, so at, at 10 a.m., starts the brisket at 10 a.m., thinking everything will be, everybody will be there at 7, or 7 p.m. Uh, so a small brisket should definitely be done in eight hours. Uh, let's see. So he put the brisket in, started it. Um, made some homemade uh, potato salad, jalapeno poppers, two different types of beans, one plain, one other with onions and jalapenos. Grab some sausage, chicken quarters. This dude's grilling up, man. Mm-hmm. He is grilling everything. All he's got it down. Yeah. He's, he's got the plan going. Um, he also got some uh, coleslaw from HEB, which, by the way, I've not had that. I, I think it's probably pretty good. Uh, everything else is. Um, he So he's cooking it. He's spraying it. Um Brisket's about 145 degrees. It's it's now about two in the afternoon. He's like got plenty of time. 145. You, you've got yeah. you no, got five no more hours. Yet. You're good. You got five more hours of cooking we're, time. We're still on. Why schedule. are you it's even a five to six pound brisket? Yeah, good. right. Done. Mm. Uh, kept checking it. Temperature seems to be climbing. Uh, he wraps at 165. Uh, let's see here. Kept it gathering. Uh, day. Let's see here. It goes. Uh, but it kept getting later in the day. About four. It was only about 152 degrees. So I hit the stall. Yeah, so he hit the stall. Um, but he's already wrapped, mm-hmm. so it should have pushed, right? So made made judgment call. Oh, he just wrapped. Uh, hoping it would help cook. It does. Um, at 6 p.m., he checks it. It's 158 degrees. Mm. <laughs> so this is becoming like... Something's wrong with that smoker. Yeah. Night was sultry. Um 
Chicken was looking beautiful, and the jalapeno poppers were on their way to being done. The sauce was perfect, uh, which is, by the way, barbecue win. Way to go, Christian. Mm-hmm. Uh, he put the brisket in the oven at 375 at 6, hoping just to get it cooked um, around 730 so they could at least eat it. Um, I keep saying, ah, oh, it's weird. At this point, everyone's hungry, including myself. Everybody's waiting for the brisket to come out, right? Yeah. Which that's, is that's nightmare fuel, dude. Everybody just right. has their forks and their yeah. knives, we just have, sitting at the table, eat the just waiting. <laughs> Get full on that food first. Yeah, right, right. So what happened? So okay, he pulls it out of the oven. It mm-hmm. got too late, right? He pulls it out of the oven. The brisket's only at 180 degrees. Oh, he didn't cut it up. Tell me he didn't cut right. it up. Right. He just because I just knew what was coming, and hopefully it, it had a good flavor. Everyone was saying how good everything looked. And started to pile things up on their plates. I let everyone go first. Uh. When they sit down at the table, I asked if anyone needed a <laughs> knife to cut their brisket. I had already sliced it into into strips for them. They all said yes. You need I, a chainsaw. Because I, they all said yes, and I just felt like the biggest failure. Oh, oh god dang, dude! Uh, a brisket. Like- what good barbecue is judged on the brisket is supposed to be a star. Of the show, no matter what else I cooked, uh, it, it was just a disappointment. The flavor wasn't bad at all, but come on, needing a knife to cut it, that's just not right. Uh, I had gone all out on this dinner, and the one thing that was supposed to steal the show is a complete dud. It's like going to see a band and the opener, uh, and the openers are all better than the headliner. Uh, at that point, you're just disappointed, or at least I was. Yeah. Uh, Everything, everyone said it was all delicious, but I just couldn't feel satisfied. Next time, I'm starting it at 4 a.m. just to be safe, and I'll just keep it warm uh, if I have, uh, I'll just keep it warm if I have to for hours, lol. Drink one for me. Uh, I'm at work for another week and a half. He works on a tugboat. Mm. But I wouldn't say it like that, but yeah. That's what he does. He has a really cool job. He has a really badass yeah. job. No, no, I, I don't why, mind. Why, did I say it weird? I, I, on tug, but well, I work on an airplane. Alex works on well, a railroad. Say, so. Well, you don't say well, planes, <laughs> trains, and automobiles. Exactly. Okay. Let's go. And boats. You don't say, I work on an airplane. Sure I do. Right. <laughs> okay, say it. I work on an airplane. <laughs> <laughs> I, I work on a okay. desk. Yeah. Right. Hey, say it like stupid. the way he just yeah. said it. Yeah. Can you say it the way he just said it? I work on a tugboat. <laughs> say it. I work on a desk. <laughs> okay. F both of y'all. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Anyways, listen. Uh, Christian. Hey. Don't feel too bad. You won. Yeah, Christian. Thank you so much for sharing. Uh, next time, we don't need to see a thousand-word essay. Uh, but, dude, I honestly, I think the story is better the way you sent it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Uh, it lends to the whole authenticity of it. Yeah. Uh, and I, it's it's a big thing, right? It's it's a struggle. Uh, you think you think an eight-pound brisket, I think it's a flat, right, uh, that he purchased, uh, pre-trimmed flat or something. Uh, but even at that point, it's not... Yeah. You think no big deal, and then this comes you think up, it's right? Cook quicker. Mm-hmm. And you're, you're you're cooking on a different piece of equipment you're not used to. Yeah. There's there's something happening, and I think it happens to everybody. We've all been there. Uh, thank you so much for sharing, and sharing is caring. And just let you know, uh, you are entered uh, in our our end of the year giveaway. Mm-hmm. Right, you might be the last entry actually. He might be. Yeah. Um, and uh, yeah, that's awesome. So, also. Also, also for sharing, uh, you automatically are enrolled, uh, and you do get uh, your choice of some seasonings, right? Mm. So, um, come on, come on, don't, okay. don't stop yeah. now. All right, yeah. So, 
Hey, congratulations, Christians, uh, for your uh, your choice of season at Sucker Busters. Um, how, how does this go again, John? Come on, man. Sucker Busters. Okay. Suck Everybody wants some Sucker Busters. <laughs> Come on, man. Hey, uh, pick out a good seasoning. Let us know what you think. Um, appreciate you you uh, you you, you uh, sharing. So. We get to do this on a Friday night, but it is super cool when we get joined by someone uh, as awesome as Jess Prowse from Hardcore Carnivore. I know. No, no, this you're right. A- so no, so normally we've done this on a Thursday night, and it's like for some people, not John uh, or James, uh, they, they don't wake up at, at 3 o'clock in the morning or 4.30 in the morning to go to work, right? Well, I do 4.30. Nope. I do have a 40-hour week job that I can do. I'm telling a story, and I don't okay. need you Sorry. coming in on this, okay? They don't wake up as early as I do, and it's it shows, right? And it's the, the bags here and, you know, whatever. Yeah, you Doing do. this on a Friday yeah. night, this like is shit. so good. I feel so energized. I've had mm. such a, a great work week and just grinded all week, and now it's time to let loose. So, mm-hmm. How was your uh, week, Jess? Yeah. My week was great. I got caught up after being in Vegas last week for NFR, so. Yeah. Yeah, it's being hurdled towards the Christmas finish line, you know? Yeah. That's you're, awesome. You're doing the uh, what do you call it? like the outfit of the day things on your stories. I was following along. That was cool. Yeah, fuck it. You know why not? Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Right. no, no. Right. I, thought it was, I thought it was super cool. Like because normally we see like recipes and squirrels. I love it. Well, that's the thing. Like, I feel like rodeo is very adjacent to barbecue lifestyle. You know, totally. it's certainly Texas centric, and I usually don't get to wear like that kind of stuff if there's any kind of cooking involved you know so it was like great let's diversify Love yeah it. no definitely so what, what did you think about the nfrs it was awesome like the whole vegas but like feels like it turns into fort worth you know it's just yeah. like it, it, it's crazy everyone on the plane is wearing at least one hat everyone <laughs> in the hotels and the casinos are all decked out and you know, and the actual rodeo is great because it's like the best of the best. So it's a really interesting rodeo. Yeah, one hundred percent. And and I think you know, obviously, social media has gotten you know TikTok and everything's gotten so much bigger over the last couple of years. And I always like I always tried to watch a little bit of the, of the NFRs, and I just I guess maybe being from Texas or being you know growing up in you know in areas that were kind of rodeo towns, uh, you know, or even you know going to college up in Stephenville. Um, which is a rodeo town, right? So uh, that always kind of hits home uh, when, when you see it and whatever else. But uh, this year, I think it just it seemed like it got way more coverage this year. And I know there was some things going on and whatever else, what they had to halt and postpone or whatever. But still, it got so much more coverage, which it just kind of shown this this really big light, and which is it always has it. But it just it just seemed like you just had a bigger light this year to it. So uh, it was awesome, you know. It was awesome seeing. Seeing everything going on, so I was, uh, yeah. It was fun to be there. Trust me. Yeah, you know, it's on my bucket list. I've never been, so definitely, yeah, definitely yeah, a bucket list for me. Um, She's right though. Like every time, I, I feel like I'm always working, flying during NFR, and the planes are always full of like, where do I put my hat? Where do I put my hat? Like, for I don't sure. know. I guess and, the, and the, all the girls, like some of the guys too, but all the women take multiple hats i took three which was not fun but it was worth it yeah but you know it's uh it's not the easiest thing there are girls who drive there because they take five pieces of luggage which is just nuts to me but Mm -hmm. that's the next level honestly you could probably book like a, a like motel six 
somewhere and just pretend to do outfits of the day, no one would know that you weren't in Vegas. That's fine. You guys should try that next year. We should 100% do Dude. that. Yeah. yeah. I'm not, listen, listen, I'm not doing that <laughs> because I'm the idiot that does it in front of the motel with a sign outside that says it's in Texas right. or somewhere Caroline, Texas. Yeah. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not that creative. I couldn't. Yeah. It's I fine. You see the NFR sticker that's on the video. Yeah, right, right, right. right. Uh, I may awesome. try this. I don't know. I don't, so what have you been up to, girl? Oh, man, what haven't I been up to? It's been a hell of a year. Yeah. Uh, I I spent the last couple of months filming a TV show um, that's going to be out next year. So I can't, unfortunately, can't talk about the, the uh, network that's going on yet or the name. But it is 10 episodes and we've been doing some really cool shit and I've been really involved in the actual show itself. So usually it's kind of like a, it's a pretty amazing situation, honestly, because usually when you get a show like that, there's some executive going, this is what it needs to be, take it or leave it. And you go, okay, because, you know, it's great right. to have a show. Sure. But I actually got to have a say in this and it's a combination of like, hunting and visiting ranches and obviously cooking so I, I you know it's meant to be quite different from what you can get on social media because why would you want to do something that you're already doing right yeah All right that's Definitely. super cool and what network did you say it was on can't say that yeah can't yeah say that. guys come on hey nice come <laughs> hey on. literally not my first rodeo yeah. what was the name uh, of it again <laughs> like what was what was the name you were calling it again nothing yeah. okay. no, it's not that's, it. that's that one that's mm -hmm. not. yeah that one show well yeah. you know what Hey, congratulations. Yeah, we're going to watch. On, yeah, we'll definitely watch. Uh, hey, so, and, and I know you don't want to go a lot into it, but um, and, and you've done this before, right? You, you've, been, you, you've been on TV and, and whatever else, right? But how was this different uh, compared to anything else you've been through? That, that's an awesome question. So, you know, I've done stuff like I, I, I was a judge on a show in Australia called Aussie Barbecue Heroes. I just did a, sh a show this year in New Zealand called Cooks on Fire, which is like MasterChef for all barbecue grilling. Um, and they're just very typical, formulaic, like, let's see what the, judge, the judges think. Yeah, right, Team, right. I thought your sandwich was great. A little dry in the middle, but really great effort. They call that the shit sandwich, right? Like, compliment. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah. And, or it's like a competition show, you know, or like I've judged on Beat Bobby Flay or Kids Barbecue Championship, that kind of thing. What makes this difference is, I mean, first of all, I'm in it not just appearing as Jess Pryle's judge for a, a small amount yeah. of time. It's, it's very much my humor yeah. and my raw self, like, you know, I was going to say warts and all, but that does not sound the way I wanted it to. It's more <laughs> like my humor's in there. I don't always get everything right. There's some moments like, um, I, you know, there, there's like some hunting moments that are pretty tense that don't always end up the way that we want. And we're not trying to pretend that it went perfect every time. So I kind of like that aspect of it too. Yeah, more of a realness to it. Yeah, very yeah. much so. I think I think the point is, you know, especially in – in the current climate that we're the crazy social media climate that we're in right now, which is so different from even when I met you guys way back when there's so many people and it's so easy for a lot of people to get an audience these days. It used to be much more difficult to get numbers and, and to get influence. And I think that, um, you know, the one, anyone can deep fry a brisket, 
any anyone can use meat glue to stick you know a cow's head onto a sheep's body whatever the fuck but um no one can be me no one can be y'all you know so you gotta lean into that yeah yeah no, definitely. Somebody write that down. Uh, cow's yeah. head on a sheep's body. We yeah, got to right. yeah, right. yeah, right. So uh, the the one I saw the other day was uh, um, they soak their brisket in uh, buttermilk for 24 hours. Then they do a, a salt brine on it for another 24 hours. Then they wash it. Then they season it and they cook it. And they go, this prime brisket was so juicy and so whatever. And I go... Great, you cooked a prime brisket. It was really good. Okay, I, I don't know what to say. I don't. I just don't. I don't. I don't know how to really respond to that. I just go okay. You know what I mean? It's oh just gotten God. so bizarre. Yeah, yeah, and and it's fun to do fun creative things, and it's it's fun to like push the envelope a little bit and and whatever. But at the end of the day, you're just like I'm. You're just cooking a br- you're cooking a brisket. Like I don't know why you got to be so extra with this damn thing and. I don't know. It's like, it's like cooking some wagyu brisket and saying it's the butter, clickbait. the just, buttermilk, yeah. the buttermilk definitely. I can definitely tell the buttermilk helped this wagyu brisket out. And yeah, it was two hundred fifty bucks, but uh, you know, you know what I mean. I just don't. I I'm I, I'm there with you. Like I, I, you know, there's a lot. There's a big difference between what chefs come up with and what meat scientists come up with, and and both are really useful in their own kind of way. You know, like there there are things that like. Meat scientists, for example, are responsible for chicken nuggets, which we all love, but I wouldn't exactly call them port cuisine, right? But they found a way to turn a byproduct into a rather delicious treat. I might have actually eaten some nuggets at about one o'clock in the morning on Fremont Street last week. However, love it. However, sweet and sour sauce. But, uh, you know, chefs will try things for the love of cooking, and cooks will try things for the love of cooking just to push the envelope and get curious about flavors and get curious about techniques and sometimes they don't all match with each other because you can't always run a scientific experiment on or, or, or get data on on something that's that unique or that niche because you know like even dry aging there's 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 so little literature and now they're starting to be a little bit more but there's so little literature because it's such a niche thing to do that has so many variables, it's actually hard to get really hard data out of it. And, and it doesn't apply to the majority of people who are eating beef. So it's also hard to get funding on that. Right. Right. Mm. No, definitely. Definitely. I don't know. I just feel like, well, I feel like if you have a camera and, and that's, I think that's, that's, that's the beauty of social media a little bit because anybody can do it. You don't have to be, you don't have to be, you don't have to have a million followers, right? You could have something just goes viral and it just hits and and whatever. Mm-hmm. If that's what you're trying to do, it's good but and I, it's I, bad. Yeah. I think the problem yeah. is that, that you do see it and everybody is their own expert. And, and right. when it does go viral, <laughs> people think that like, okay, well, this is this right. is the this is the Bible. This is yeah. the truth. I'm gonna go ahead and uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna cook these white ribs. I'm gonna boil my ribs first. And, and, but do you see all those people that do that like that shock and awe? And, and they become so famous. Now, I say so famous. Clickbait. They, they, they do it, yeah. They do it on purpose. And yes. there's also the, I feel like TikTok is the ultimate drug dealer because mm. they let everyone get the taste for free. Like you don't have to be right. anyone to get a video go viral, but then you spend the entire time chasing the dragon, right? To the yeah. point where you see these like kind of ludicrous videos or people burning out because they're like, well, I've got to do more. I've got to do more. And they're posting like, at least once a day, then they get to two times a day. And then you see, you know, not, not in only in the food space, you just see this cycle of creators where mm-hmm. they have these breakdowns because they're chasing 
these numbers that they once got served to um, that it's not always easy to get back to. I mean, and, and just candidly for me, the most difficult part is, you know, I've been, and, and I know y'all know, knew me before TikTok, right? So right. the most difficult thing for me is I, I've been doing this for well over a decade. And now on TikTok, because I don't get that stupid blue mark, people yeah. will think that I'm like, a woman who decided yesterday to start a media account. Right, yeah, right, right, right. So, uh, you know, and I, then I, you look like an asshole if you try and insist on your expertise. Right? Yeah, right, right, right. 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 Well, oh, uh, <laughs> yeah, she's she's trying too hard, right? right. You're, no, yeah. I'm not, motherfucker. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so, look, yeah, you're exactly right. I just saw, and I don't know what's going on, and, and maybe I'm not hip to this, and I, I me using that word tells me I'm not hip to this. <laughs> Uh, I'll tell you that, but, but I saw there was this lady who was acting like a robot and she just kept repeating the same oh, word God. over and over again. First of oh, all, yeah, it's, a, um, first the of AI, the AI, well, not the AI, the, no, like, it's an uh, avatar. what do they call them when you're like the games? Yes. Yes. It's a non-player character, NPC. Yes. Okay. Like NPC. I don't know what the F that is. Yeah. Non-playable character. Yeah. I, it's the weirdest freaking thing to me, and and then so weird. you know, and, and you know, it, she's she, she wasn't like she, obviously she's smart or or, or something. She's making money from I, it a bit. I, yeah. I, I don't know. I don't know what, dude. I've seen her like, I've never I've never watched her live or anything like that. But I've seen her come across lives now like so many times, mm -hmm. and she's always live. I'm like, dude, what are you really doing with your life? What is really going on? If that's well, she is. She's responding to every time somebody gives her a gift, sends her, which is basically yes, a little bit of money. Every time somebody, she responds to it in a different way, depending upon what the gift is, basically. But and it's the same. It's the same way. So imagine that she's got like ten buttons in front of her, and each button is a catchphrase. Nearly like you know, you used to push the back of your Barbie or your He Man, and it would be like yeah. "Death to the Infidels" or whatever. Yeah. Or, I did it that. What? She just got these one things that she says, and depending on what you give her. She'll just say that one line, but right. she'll look like a robot doing yeah. it. And right. that's yeah. the whole stick. That's I what think it you looks just nailed like. it. Yeah. You just did it Do really it good. Again. Yeah, that's yes. good. Perfect. Yeah. Holy Thank shit. You. Let's go. Should we should we get Jan or John like just get up there and say it's like sausage and just you know, just keep going like frisk no. it. Yeah. No, I'm not. There's no way. That'll never happen. Hey. Hey. Let's do it. No, I'm not doing it. Yeah, I, I'm good. I'm I'm very secure. I don't need to do that. Yeah, clearly. We're fine. Right. Nothing to see here. No sideshows. Uh, and nothing wrong with free doing that. I'm just saying. Really? Well, I'm not going to judge you for doing whatever you want to do in life. I'm not I'm not here to judge you. Mm. I am. A little yeah, bit, yeah. right? A little bit I am, too. I, I just think it's weird. That's some dumb shit. It I sounds just, a little I, judgy. I, th I think it's weird. I think you have probably something better you could do with your life than being an MP, MPO or C. NPC player uh, <laughs> okay. thing. I mean, maybe you don't. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. I, maybe it pays really well. Like, if you had only feet account, it pays well, evidently. Only I don't feet? Know. Is that what they call it? I, I've never heard of an only feet account. You know the feet people take feet stuff? I don't know. I yeah. don't know. Whatever. It's, Tell us more about that. I don't want to get Let's talk about feet that. Listen, I don't want to. Okay. We'll move on. I don't want to talk about that either. It's whatever. So, yeah. Uh, no. Okay. Okay. So, we, we actually have uh, some rapid fire questions for you. And, mm. uh -oh. uh, yeah, I know. It's just, this is not, listen. These Rapid guys, fire ish. These guys are so vanilla. I want you to know, like, most of these are from Jan. So no, I, I've already sworn like nine times on here. So you're, you're gonna it. have to come at me, harder, bro. 
That's what I'm saying. Yes. That's listen, and I tried to explain this to them. They they're like, oh, what's, what's all right? Your, you go first. What's Jim? your favorite? See, one in there. He, he tried to explain it to what's me. What's your favorite? I was like, but I've listened to Jess on multiple different podcasts and some kind of Australian <laughs> podcasts, and she goes hardcore on that thing. And I'm like, hardcore. I see what you did there. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, I'm like, so. And one of the things I, I wanted to get down, uh, I wanted to talk about was just some of the the the, the language. The the you want to talk about cunt. The, oh. <laughs> yes. That's a great word. <laughs> the vernacular, the it's, put down. It's a great that, word. I'll, yeah. just do, I'll just do it for you. I'll just, yeah. I'll just, I'll just, I'll just there. Yeah. yeah. First yeah, of yeah. all, I think Americans uh, do not use that word enough. I think everybody <laughs> shies from it. Like, if you, in this a European word or whatever else, it's used in everyday vernacular. Mm. It should be used every day here. I'm just saying. Yeah. It's, I mean, look, it, it's definitely not used in the upper crust. Yeah, you know, like you, you still have to pick your moments and figure out where you're at and who you're talking to, and like it's not dropped in Parliament, for example. Like, you right. know what I'm saying? Right. But, right. Um, but it is definitely more used, and so it's and and so it's not as shocking, I guess. Yeah, right. I, th- I think it's more here though, right? Here you're like, ooh, what's going yeah. on? Yeah, I mean, it's still not great there. Like I said, it depends no. who you're talking to, but it's definitely more. But it's the way you say it too. Right. Well, it's because we don't really pronounce our words entirely like you guys do. I was going to say, yeah, you have to use an accent, I'm pretty sure. Yeah. yeah. I, we have accents. Do we? Yeah. Sure, we, we really do. Do we? Yeah. Is yeah. It, how bad do we sound? Seriously. <laughs> You're going to sound like idiots. <laughs> yeah. Hey, fourth grade level or fifth or what do you think? <laughs> hmm. I'm going to go. <laughs> okay. All right. So uh, rapid fire. One question I have. Uh, red or white wine? What do you got? Red. That's, that's your that's about. your non-vanilla question, red or white wine. So you got? No, someone. No, it's not. It's just a warm. It's a teaser. <laughs> oh, it's a teaser. It's a teaser. That's a warm up. I, I don't. Mm, that was good. I liked it. Listen, okay. that was five drinks ago and three hours ago. Okay, <laughs> okay. you're lucky. I, I remember. You're lucky. I, I remember that one. Christmas dinner time. Are we doing? Uh, are we doing turkey? Are we doing tamales? Are we doing a classic Christmas dinner? Or are we mixing it up and doing something? I'm not doing shit. And let me tell you why. There it is. Um. First of all, I'll actually be in Italy for Christmas, which I'm stoked about. So I'll be having Bistecca Fiorentina on Christmas at like this super famous steakhouse, which I'm very excited about. (laughs) But if I am home for Christmas, it's Chinese food. Chinese. I love that. I'm a tamale. Yeah, we usually do it on Thanksgiving and Christmas, and it's just glorious. And you order heaps because you plan to eat it for the next two days of leftovers. Yeah. So you get all of the things. Although... If you are planning to order Chinese food on Christmas, let me tell you that you better be like on that phone, like old school ticket master when the tickets get released, right. like at five o'clock when that place opens, because by 5.05, you will not get through to that phone for at least another hour. Yeah. That's so good. Yeah, That's like Christmas story, right? That's the, the whole duck and they chopped the head off on the table and the kids are all like, what the hell just happened? Well, no, they, the dogs ate it. Huh? Oh no! I, no, no, no. I, oh no, yeah, they, they go went, out to dinner. Remember? Oh, that's right. Christmas that's story. Right. I don't know. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, I, I watched that movie. But I, lo- I mean, I think I'd probably have beef. I would probably beef. do prime rib if I were cooking. Yeah. And and also just to be clear, it's because I do so many big format roasts. Like I've mm-hmm. cooked three prime ribs already in the past two months. I'd cooked three turkeys by the time Thanksgiving had happened. I've also done two smoked tenderloins. Yeah. Like, I'm just missing the partridge in the pear tree. Yeah, right, right. So, mm-hmm. and, and so we don't really, so a turkey, like, so, okay, Thanksgiving is always a day that we kind of go out for and we cook, right? Like, James and I are twins, we we cook, right? We cook for the whole family. Yeah. For Christmas, 
it's like our day off. Yeah. So we we go and order we go order tamales, we go pick up nice. uh, fajitas and and yeah, that's we bring bring that back and that's what we that that's our thing, right? That we sounds go, great. Yeah, it's so good. And here uh, down here we have such a really uh, probably anywhere in Texas, uh but well, maybe uh, not North Texas. Yeah, I don't know if Dallas has good tamales. Texas, come on. I don't think Dallas has good tamales, but I will tell you that uh Houston's got some badass tamales. Uh and we have one that's been off for and apparently in Friendswood area, it was Tamale Man. And now his kids are taking it over. Uh, they're phenomenal, right? And talking about a line, be 200 people in line every Christmas waiting for tamales. It's that every single day. It's that it's that good. But I uh, love the idea of that. I love the idea of just like a lazy morning with just yeah. snackables the whole day. 100%. Yeah. That yeah. sounds really good. Yeah. No, that's, that is the life. Um, yeah. That, that's kind of our, that's kind of our jam though. That's kind of the. I don't know. We just don't really want to do anything at all. Like zero, zilch. Don't make anything. Nada. Yeah. Watch football. There you go. Yeah. And and therefore, here's the key, guys. If you're not making anything, you're not cleaning anything. Yeah. That's right. That's right. That really is the worst part. So we spend like like, like two days before every refrigerator we have is completely uh, cleaned out. Because we know we're going to order so much food that we're going to stack everything in there. And like outside fridge, inside fridge, uh, garage fridge, everything's getting just piled in. Yeah. It sounds like you've got this under control. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 for sure. Hmm. For sure. Okay, next question. What do we got? We got all kinds of them. Uh, how about this one? Um, if you had one superpower, <laughs> what would it be? And this tells us a lot about you, by the way. So be careful. Yes, this is. Yes. Can, you, can you give me three choices? Mm. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Are we going basic here? Uh, nope. Hold on. Uh, oh, damn. Okay. I want to see where your head's at. Yeah, see, I, like, I like how we're doing this back and like forth, but flying, uh, well, obviously, invisibility. Invisibility. No. Uh, like x ray vision. Nobody wants to be invisible. Uh, that's a pretty good one, I think. No, I wouldn't want to be invisible. I think no. that's pretty cool. I think uh, super strength. I think you got to go flying. Yeah, obviously. Um, super strength. I'm going super strength. That's an easy one. Yeah. I think I, think I like the idea of, first of all, I like the idea when people don't know that, you know, you've got the ability to crush their heads between your fingers. Yeah. And you just know that. So your confidence level. Right. Just, yeah. Just like, a, like, like when you look at someone in the distance and go squish. Yeah. You're doing it in real life. You really do it. Um, yeah. Cool. I would do super strength. And then if, if people do know you're super strong, like imagine the fear that you instill that therefore commands instant respect. No, no. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you're a tyrant. <laughs> I could see it. Right. Uh, yeah. That says a little something, doesn't it? Right. It does. Mm, yeah. Okay. I, just, I think also like it's yeah. a, it's a, it's a product of being a, a five, three female married to a six, four guy yeah. and i'm sick of asking him to hand me things down from this <laughs> <Yeah>. show <laughs> all right john what's what's uh, yours uh out of what, what would yours be i honestly thought invisibility was super cool like i, I was like eh, that, i can do that that's yeah. pretty cool I, I, mean, I guess i'm are you like robin banks or what yes are of course i'm using yeah. it to <laughs> take advantage of people because nobody sees a bag of money walking out the door <laughs> right like, exploding good luck money. on that one yeah never you're getting shot in the yeah. No, you put no. it in your mouth and you can't see it. Yeah, great. If you're invisible, the money's not. Uh I, I would say I super know. strength, great. Flying, I don't know what it is. I've had dreams about flying my entire life, even as a kid. And I'm gonna I'm gonna share this because it sounds so stupid. But I I had this reoccurring dream where even now that when I fly, uh I 
I doggy paddle like I'm in water, <laughs> but that's how I fly. It's the most stupidest. <laughs> You're thing. right. That does sound. It stupid. sounds horrible, right? <laughs> yeah, right. But like, if I want to, if I want to fly up, I go like, you know what I mean? And I'm like, and then, but here's the deal. It looks dumb, but yet mm -hmm. I'm the only one flying. So I'm like, yeah, laugh, <laughs> laugh all you want. You can't fly, motherfuckers. Uh, but uh, tel teleportation. I'm not. I'm not gonna lie. If I could teleport anywhere, that would be it. Oh, that'd be good. One. Mm. Yeah, that, that, that's you that's could rob a, banks with that too. That's my one. Yeah. I would teleport. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Yeah. All right. Okay, uh, uh, James, you want to pick one of these questions? I would. Yeah. Uh, well, my superpower, I would probably pick something dumb that would be <laughs> completely useless. That you know, you're waiting. Anyways, yeah. Yes. Let, let's go on a different one. Um, Wolverine. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's see here. Two more. Imagine if you're Wolverine with like plastic forks that came out. <laughs> yes. Cling. You're like, oh, okay, great. Yeah. See, what you guys need to ask is what's the shittiest superpower? Yeah. Right, okay, <laughs> right, right, yeah. right. Okay. <laughs> yeah. I actually like that. Mm. That's great. So we, we talked about on the, on the, one of the podcasts that I don't remember, I think it's flash or something that, that there's one of these uh, movies where you had this big explosion, whatever you were doing at that time, you you kind of and you got hit by this mass radiation right. cloud or whatever and whatever you're doing at the time it you that kind of helped create your superpower so if you're like swimming in the pool all of a sudden you became like a dolphin like, aquaman like aquaman yeah. like whatever or yeah. but then we, we kicked it around it's like what if you're doing really something shitty you know what i mean yeah, like right. you're on the you're, toilet you're on the toilet or something all of a sudden <laughs> it gets hit it's like what what is your superpower like no, that's oh, how we kill the conversation. You're on the toilet, your superpower would be making people's feet turn pins and needles. Yeah. Oh yeah. You know, I feel like it would be something like that. I'm yeah. trying to take it to a slightly higher brow place. Thank yeah, you. Thank you definitely so did. For... Yeah, because maybe, maybe that wasn't maybe that wasn't a perfect board. Yeah. No, no, that's good. Yeah. That's good. Yeah, I was thinking something crappy. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, right. Get yeah. it? Yeah. No, we get it. Okay. Uh, yeah. Hey, you want to tell us one of your jokes? You have a, you have a joke for us, John? Oh yeah, did you hear about the uh, the the kangaroo that wore glasses? He had to go to the ophthalmologist. Huh? That's so dumb. Get it? Yeah. <laughs> hey, you, you know how many times he's worked on that today? I said at least seven times on the way yeah. here. Oh really? I thought that would have been the first. Yeah. Um, right. Well, I'll work on hey. it tomorrow. We'll do it again you know next what? time you're on. Okay. <laughs> hey. I'm gonna go. Thanks, guys. It's been a good night. Uh, <laughs> I love it. No, uh, this is uh, John. John is uh, he's the king of dad jokes, mm. uh, and uh, you don't do it so much because I don't remember them. Like, right, I have to alcohol like, plays right. a part yeah. in that. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you uh, but you but you always come up with something just dumb. Yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. I think we're all good at that. Yeah, we are one hundred percent. Okay, last but not least. Oh, here's here's one. Uh, do you watch Australian football? Um, I don't. But my husband really likes it because I made him go to a game when we we're in Australia. It's so good. It's it's very fast paced. I'll give yeah. you that. Yeah, it's like basketball and football and soccer and kind of rap, rugby, rugby right? right? It, it, yeah, or or hear me out. Yeah, it's just its own sport. No, no, it, well, it is. <laughs> I mean, it is its own sport. It really is. Uh, but it it definitely got borrowed from a lot of other sports. I feel like right. It's actually been around longer. Has it? I don't know. I made that up. It's quite old. It's actually based on Gaelic football, which is an Irish. What? Yeah. Gaelic. Oh, Gaelic. Yeah. Not garlic. Not garlic. Garlic. It's, garlic. It's, garlic. it's not an garlic. olive garden thing. <laughs> right. yeah. I'd be great at that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's based on Gaelic football, and it's yeah. very it, it, 
they don't wear any padding. It's very fast. It's very quick. And it's, um, Did, I just never got into it. I was always like more interested in American football. Yeah. Because it's cool. And it's, it is cool. Yeah, super cool. Uh, also, uh, Texas is in the, um, the, uh, playoffs. Texas, like, like the Longhorns? Longhorns. Yeah, they sure are. So, uh, I, I know that you're going to go for the Longhorns because, yeah. right? Who, yeah, why, sure. why would you not? Um, and the championship is here in Houston. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, uh, so they play in, they play, they play in, in New Orleans for January, the first game, January 1st, January the playoff game, the 31st, mm -hmm. is it 31st or the first, whatever it is, whatever yeah. uh, they play. And then if they beat, um, Washington, which by the way, it's, it's whatever, uh, they're here in Houston. So, all right. If they if they go, are you going to come to the game? Uh, it's very possible. Let's go. It's very possible. Sure. Yeah. yeah. So I I actually told James that he didn't realize that the game was here, uh, and I am like I'm already looking. I'm like if it's here, I'm going to buy tickets. I I've got to go to this game. This it is would be pretty cool. I don't even know what date the final the playoff is like the big championship. January eighth. It's on a Monday. Yeah, that's gonna be tough because we've got I've got brisket camp that weekend in College Station. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Damn. Yeah. Well, I will take. I will take a picture. Yeah. I'll, I'll just rub it's it in. Way, way from the crowd. Yeah. yeah right. 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 Mm -hmm. right. Way up at the top. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Because <laughs> look, Texas. If nothing, anything else, when Longhorns are good, like it's it's a it's it's a huge deal, right? Uh, going to the playoffs is a huge deal. Um, uh, Longhorns are going to the SEC next year. And I think it just sets them up just being whatever, right? They're, they're, they've been recruiting so hard from from that. Uh, but just getting there a year earlier than what they anticipated or two years earlier than what they anticipated is, is this will be big money. This is going to mm. be hard to find tickets. It's, you're going to pay out the wazoo. I probably can't afford uh, to go to the game yeah. uh, without trying to do a second mortgage or something. But I, I think it's going to be as that and November 30th next year is going to be pretty aggressive to get tickets to. Yeah, 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 100%. So, I think they'll be on par. Yeah. Yeah. So. I don't know what November 30th is. I'm sorry. Uh, who, who are they playing November 30th next year? Or, I, I have no idea. Oh, I, you know, you're just, you're you're just, just going along with you. I'm assuming you're going to say like A&M. Correct. Yeah. Okay. Okay. That's kind of what I thought. I, I, I just yeah. want to make sure I wasn't just like agreeing to something that. No, it's the first time they met in like, I don't know. Um, 12. Well, is that how many years? Yeah. Oh, that'd be good. <laughs> Something so. like that. It's going to be massive. And unfortunately, it's a college station. So, mm. yeah, that's all right. <laughs> that's all right. Hey, have you seen a game at AM before? I have. I actually was at the Bama game this year. Okay. Uh, and my husband's an Aggie. So I've been to, I've been to Kyle Field twice. And it's funny because both times that I've been there, I've done something at the game, like once with HEB, once with the meat science department that got filmed and put on the big screen. Oh, nice. So I've told him that, like, he's like, this is fucking ridiculous. I went to school here. You don't even like the school. And you're on the fucking, like, yeah. jumbotron every yeah. time you come to an A&M game because I'm batting two for two. Let's go. He's like, I paid actual tuition here, and I haven't done that. Right. So, <laughs> you got to bring him with you. You guys, look, come on. Let me throw you a bone. Come yeah. down here. I'll hold let's my get, tongues. Let's get you on. Let's get you on over here. Uh, People, yeah. they just like him for his mustache. He, he's fine to serve yeah. that purpose. Yeah. It's a killer mustache. Come on. 
Pretty good. Yeah. I, so I, I have, I don't know what it is. And I think it's my dumb luck. I have been fortunate enough to be on, uh, on, on a few of, of the games and I don't know why. Right. I, but I, so one year I talked so much shit before we went to the Texans home games, the opening game. Uh, and I, for like two days prior to that, I talked about, I'm going to be on, the t- they're, they're going to, I'm going to be on the news. They're going to show me the news. I'll, I'll probably do something. I just kept talking about it. I don't know why. Maybe you manifested. I don't know. But somebody walked up to me while I was at the game and like, hey, there's a news reporter over here. They want to interview somebody. Do you want to be on this? And I was like, yeah, I'd love to be on this. Totally did, did a whole news report. I went to the Astros game not too long after that. Uh, I made a comment about I'll probably be on the thing. I'm on the Jumbotron. The Kiss camera came on. I had people say, dude, you're on the Kiss camera. It was so cool. Um, uh, who were you there with? Oh, you don't know her. It's fine. That was my wife. What are you talking about? Uh, yeah. Um, and then, uh, yeah, I was in an airport one time. COVID. I'm a, I'm a dumbass. Uh, COVID, the COVID restrictions just ended uh, where you didn't have to wear a mask on a plane. Like yeah. that day, and I'm flying, and uh, there's a news report going on. I'm walking through the airport, and a guy goes, hey, sir, can I talk to you for a second? And I looked over, and I was like, is that a camera? And I was like, yeah. I was like, I love to do this. I <laughs> so I said such. I first of all, I and they made me sound. Which, by the way, they didn't make you. That's loosely said, but I sounded like such a biggest idiot on there because I I had said a lot, but all they took from it was uh, when you're on the plane, you want to eat. You just can't. It's hard to eat when you're. You know what I mean? I was like, <laughs> Jesus, freaking. That's not what I said. You know what I mean? But. So my kids, right? I, we took we went to Nashville for my my daughter's birthday. She's twenty one or twenty two now. Uh, but yeah, she she played that damn. She she found the clip and she played it over, <laughs> over, over again. Yeah. I love it. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I was like, great. I'm done. I you know what? I'm done with that. Can't do it. Mm, so that's awesome. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I just saw that you just this is a totally different yeah. subject here. Yeah. Uh, just released a chili. Uh, what do you call it? Not recipe, like um yeah. yeah, chili mix. It's been a big year. We did the, we've done the chili. That's the first time we've ever done that. And we did a really kind of a small release just on our website just to see how it would how it would go and how it you know be received and um and, and you know, probably our biggest thing this year is the sausages that we released at H E B because it's the yep. first time that we've ever gone into I was gonna say fresh meat, but technically it's not fresh meat; it's processed meat. But you guys know what I mean. Mm-hmm. It's, technically, it's the first time I've gone to the meat side, not just the seasoning, the meat side, or tools for the meat side. So it's um, it's been a big year, yeah. It's been cool. Have you guys had a chance to try the sausage yet? Every single one of them, one hundred percent. Yep. Yeah. So what's your favorite flavor? Uh, I like the I don't I don't remember the names the jalapeno with the cheese and the uh, it was like a fiesta or something the like, Tex Mex yeah 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 I think those two are probably my favorite I like anything yeah. with cheese in it fiesta probably would have been a great name I'm writing that down on the notepad yeah yeah this if you put my name down below somewhere it'd be great <laughs> sure, yeah, it's yeah. Great or whatnot John's yeah. fiesta yeah no, no. No. Juan's fiesta actually Juan's yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's so good. Mm. That is so good. Yeah, so uh, we, we've definitely had it. Um, I, what 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 was that creation like? I mean, you're just like, hey, I'm I'm gonna get. Did somebody approach you with this, or are you like, you know what, I'm gonna partner with somebody and we're gonna? Yeah, it was a whole lot of stars aligned. Like I had met, you know, you you make contacts and you meet people along the way, and I'd, I'd met the folks up at Standard Meat in Fort Worth 
it's actually the Rosenthal family. If you've ever been to the campus at A&M, the Meats School is called the Rosenthal Meat Center. Um, so it's the family that sort of donated money for that. Um, and yeah, I just, I met with them and because they also have a, a, a woman who's a co-president and, you know, women in meat like to hang out and meet with each other because we're few and far between. And I knew that they had this uh, whole plant that just produced smoked sausage and started doing more work with HEB and, and yeah, the opportunity sort of presented itself and, and, um, we started doing the R&D and I knew I didn't want the flavors to necessarily be Tex-Mex is based on our seasoning, but for the others, I didn't want to be like, here's our black sausage. Here's our sausage that tastes like our red seasoning, blah, blah, blah. So had to have a jalapeno cheddar, but I was like, do you remember Have you guys seen the movie Casino? Mm -hmm. Do you remember that scene where Ace is like looking, opening a blueberry muffin and he's like, what the fuck is this? There's not enough spread of blueberries. I need like every piece needs to have some blueberry in it. And the guys looking at him like, you want us to make sure that there's a blueberry evenly distributed in the 4,000 muffins that we make here every day kind of thing. Yeah. But anyway, I sell all that to say, I hate when you get uh, any kind of cheese sausage where you cut into it. If there is not a visible block of cheese at your cut, Right. I'm furious. So yeah. I kept making them put more and more cheese into it. So it's very cheesy cheddar jalapeno. We did the Tex-Mex. And then the other two are based on whole muscle. So prime rib, it's got a prime rib flavor. So it's sort of herby and umami. And it's it's meant to sort of reminisce and taste like the actual prime rib roast. But it has actual prime rib muscle in there. And our beef has actual brisket in there. Um, for flavor as well. Yeah. Yep. No, definitely. Definitely. And then, so, so you go through this, you, you had this created, you go through R and D or however this is, and then you just go through marketing, right? And you, you go through, you try to market this or was this, or did you already know this was going to be able to roll out or roll through just, HEB? Yeah. Yeah. We worked with HEB to get their, their commitment, um, which is why it sort of got undertaken. Um, in the first place, I think it, you know it would have been a really difficult project to take a gamble on in such a new area, and and it's a really it's a whole new world. You know, there's very different limitations and requirements, and you know, I've never had to work directly with USDA. USDA have to approve all the labels because um, you have to be compliant, and then there's like leaker allowances and refrigerated trucking and none of that happens in seasoning and barbecue tools. So yeah, we, we had a, an agreement with them um, where they were always going to give it a shot. And in fact, um, it's been out for more than six months. They're doing really, really well. And we're about to rotate through some flavors as well. So we'll always have probably three in the core lineup. And I'm currently working on uh, a couple of new flavors to, to, roll out through the year anything cool. that you can mention um i'm working on something with a little more heat because there are folks that really do like a spicy sausage but like i can um, tell you my perspective i would like a spicy sausage yes with no cheese okay just i i just can't tolerate it i'm sorry guys you're intolerable why, why are you apologizing yeah i will say hello um HEB brand do have a jalapeno only sausage that doesn't have cheddar in it, if that helps anything, until I can get you our version. 
Okay. Yeah. I, I love that sausage. Yeah. Very cool. I've had it. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay. It's weird. weird, how you say weird it, it's but, really weird how you said it. Yeah. yeah. I love that sausage. Yeah. <laughs> say it again. I no. love that sausage. Okay. Oh, okay. Jesus. We're he good. just keeps doing it. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. That's great. Uh, so, yeah. Listen, I and I'm sure you've traveled. I mean, I, I'm a world traveler myself. I've oh, been to here we go. I've been to plenty of states. Ohio. Uh, I've been. To, I went to Louisiana one time. Wow. Uh, Oklahoma. Very. Very. I, I dipped my toes in Oklahoma. I was like, huh, I don't know if this is for me. I came right back to Texas. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, so yes, I've been. You know, I've been around the block a little bit. But how good is HEB? Like, right. Seriously. I don't think Texans realize. Do you want to know when I found I, I realized how good HEB was? I mean, obviously, I grew up in Australia. We had entirely different grocery stores there. And then you come to HEB, you're like, wow. But initially, I was like, wow, America, 300 million people. Look at all the stuff in the grocery store. So big, so plentiful, all of the things. And then when I started really touring around doing classes in different states, that was the eye-opener for me about how shit grocery stores in other states are. Yeah. Because I, I remember going to – I did a class in Little Rock with PK. And I'm like, well, it's the, it's the fucking capital of Arkansas, yeah. you know. And I'm like, oh, just get me, like, a top blade roast and a something. And, like, you, you, you know, it's not super easy to find, but just ask the butcher for this, this, and this, or the meat department, and they'll be able to get it for you even if they have to order it in. And I get this email back that's like, they said that they can get ground beef, filet, ribeye, and sirloin. That's <laughs> it. That's it. That's it. That's yeah. it. That's all you could get. And so uh, many places it's like that. We did, you know, Memphis in May, and we were doing, I, I was cooking at the Kingsford tent, and I had this great plan to do, you know, multiple things for, for their team. And we shopped at the local grocery stores again, and it was like, a depressing experience like the quality of the produce the quality of the meat like we are so lucky here as texans the quality that we can get and the range the variety and even within a lot of hubs have dry aging chambers now it's crazy yeah we are very spoiled if we didn't already know it 100 and i think that's like you know hb has been here for a long time in texas and they've always been i guess they've always been working on their brand with, mm-hmm. with and and it, there was a time where a randall's or a i think hbs were kind of in smaller markets for a long time mm-hmm. uh come out of san antonio or that era i, I area yeah. i'm not you know uh but I, I just felt like it was just like ah you know but there was a moment when i was a young adult and we had hb in town and we had like a kroger's and something else and you know, i would go to kroger's and it just seemed to be I don't know, Crabby? like a depressing, like a depressing store. You know what I mean? And HB mm-hmm. kind of seemed to have whatever, but man, the last probably 10, 10 15 years, th- their brand has changed completely. And if you look at maybe a little bit longer than that, but they, they have dumped so much money into, into locally sourcing, bringing things in from, you know, they, they don't want to travel too far out because it's not going to be, the quality's not going to be there. And I know they, they source from all over the world and whatever else, but at the same time, I mean, holy shit. They also give a lot of small Texan businesses a go. They have that competition every year. They run the quest for Texas mm-hmm. Fest where, yeah. I mean, you're talking about guys that are, and, and girls that like maybe have attended to the farmer's market and have never thought about scaling, you know, and they will help them if the product is good. And that's, 
I think that's the difference. Like how many places have you been where the own brand is as good as, if not better than right. the, that's it. the, you know, the name brand stuff. Yeah. No, the, the, um, me tienda, uh, that, oh, that slaps. Right? Yeah. The, the yeah. me tienda tortillas are, mm. I know, I know, uh, Dennis butters, right. Our, our, our uh, uh, war pig. Yeah, he he won that competition, and his sauces are on the shelf, right? So War Pig or whatever else. That's how he got into HEBs. That's how he got into whatever they offered that that competition out every single year. I yeah, mean, that's awesome. I, it's it's kind of cool, you know. I don't know. Like we're we're trying to come up with something. I think we have a few ideas of. I don't know. I think James is doing pickles. Is that what you're doing, James? Yeah, pickles. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> okay. All right. Throw it out there. I no, actually yeah, used to, and, and so uh, and these guys give me a hard time because I always drop like I used to volunteer for the Houston Livestock Jesus. Show on radio. Do you don't everybody, have to. Everybody drink a to beer. It up everybody drink a beer for that one. Yeah. Um, sure. But I used sure. to work for HEB. I worked for HEB for like a, a little small spell. I did not know that. Yeah, in college. So okay. I, I, okay. I got the he experience knows. of the heraldy butts um, grocery store. I, I think it's Howard. Is it Howard? Howard or Harold? I don't know, James. It doesn't matter. Yeah. I don't, yeah, I don't I'm, know. I'm going to go I know. with. I think it's. Oh, can, you, can you look that up? Yeah, let me look it up for you. My, uh, my, I could uh, be wrong. My son works at HEB, Howard Harry Butts. Yeah. <laughs> so we, we were, I was in Padre. I was like 20, 21. Uh, yeah, it's Howard. Howard? Sorry. Uh, yeah. So yeah. I Thank was you for technically, the technically. Technically, his mother Florence opened it, so it was a woman that started it originally. It is. Hey, you know what? That sounds about Makes right. Sense. Right? Yeah. Booyah. Right? Yeah. yeah. Uh, so we had a group of uh, people we met in 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 um, Padre, and they were we're all kids, and they were like, "Man, we were flying over, and we saw this store. It was Heb." And uh, I was like, <laughs> "Okay." And they kept saying it. I was like, "I finally said, I don't know what the fuck you're talking about. What's a Heb?" And like, you know, it was like, you know, we, we couldn't figure out what it was. And like it's like store and like groceries. I was like H E B. They're like yeah. And like as you go inside, like no no. I said, dude, you got to go inside. Yeah. So they went and bought beer. Uh, like the next day, I see them and they're like, oh my god, we've never. And they're from Connecticut. We have never uh, seen anything yeah. like this before. Yeah. I was like, oh, okay, yeah. The, hearing people who haven't been here before mispronounce it is the best. Like we had heaps <laughs> of Australians come over for our wedding. And they're all like, oh, we stopped at Busey's that, you know, with the, with the fever. Yeah, right. Like, okay. Hey. I didn't correct them because mm, I like to imagine it. Gary Busey right, with right. white teeth instead of Bucky Beaver out front. Like, I thought that works. Right. You, Nailed it. So, you know, that that's another, like, that guy was a trucker that started that. He drove a truck. Who, Busey's? <laughs> Buc- no. No, he wasn't. Yeah, he was. Beaver? No, not not a real beaver. That's his nickname. That's why yeah, he's the beaver. But he was he was a trucker. Okay. Yeah, like back like early in his whatever else, he he drove a truck and he was like he stopped it. He always like if I were in a place, I would I would have the cleanest bathrooms. I would have this and this and this and whatever else. Like yeah, and then he made a and then he made a rest stop where trucks aren't allowed. <laughs> yeah. Right. Yeah. Hey. Whatever. Yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do. The dude built it. Gotta keep them bathrooms clean for some, you know. Yeah, right. Yeah. The dude built a, a gas station that has like forty freaking pumps on it. I mean, you know what I mean? Uh, the one in the one in New Braunfels is the biggest. I think they're at one hundred and thirty or something. That's crazy. Right? crazy. It's awesome. 
It's also it's like it's like field of dreams. If you build it, they will come. Yeah. And like he has, it's a whole empire. And on top of that, I do think, uh, and not that it's a bad thing or whatever else, but they protect their brand so strong that if you come in with anything, I don't care if it's like anything that's similar to what that they're trying to do, they will take you to court. They will like they'll squash your ass because like you, you're not going to copy them. You're not going to cheat the system. Come up, mm. come up with your own thing and do your own thing. Great. You're not, you're not going to take from what they're doing or whatever else. And they pay their people really good. Yeah. You know what I mean? That's just a, like, that's, that's their model. Like we're going to, we're going to have clean bathrooms. We're going to have really fresh food, fresh things. Every pump is going to be available for you. You're going to have hardcore carnival there for you. Right. Yes. It it is there. And I I was, I was actually getting there. They have a whole barbecue seasoning uh, section set up. Yep. Which is better. And tools. They got heaps of stuff. They do. They, they, yeah, it's the best. Yeah. Mm. Texas. Yeah. <laughs> so I hate to do this, but I feel like we're we've we've had you on here for a long, long time and you have your Friday night to get to. So uh Dude, I got I got red wine to drink, right? <laughs> Let's go. <laughs> right, red or white. I don't think did we even talk barbecue today? <laughs> we did talk a barbecue. Bit, a little bit. A little bit. Yeah. yeah. So uh I'm sure everyone already knows where to find Jess Prowse and Hardcore Carnivore, but if you want to plug your stuff absolutely you can find me on all the socials just priles p-r-y-l-e-s uh hardcore carnivore as well a lot of recipes on my site a lot of recipes on the hardcore carnivore site and they're not all the same but come say hi and tell and tell me grab them in the brisket sent you there it is yes yes we'll have links to all that down below too thank you so much for coming on again no worries it was great to chat to you guys been too long yes one or eight thank you thank you thank you seriously No worries. Good to talk to you. Good to see you guys. Thank you. Have a good night. Bye. Bye. There it is. Yep. Pretty much just, I mean, I think she should be a recurring guest. Yeah. We'll have her on next week. She's amazing. Uh, okay. Stick tuned next week. Uh, Jess Prowse. Jess Prowse coming up. And then the week part, after that. Part part A, part B, right. part C. We have a whole segment, mm-hmm. whole series coming up. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah. I mean, I can't wait to try that Juan sausage or whatever she called it. John's. Yeah, but she said Juan. Oh, that's right. Yeah. Fiesta. It's yeah. Juan's Fiesta. Right. Mm-hmm. It's going to be good. I'm telling you right now. Do, can you, how cool would that be if she, if it, well, she's not going to call it Juan's Fiesta. I think uh, she will. She might. She already said it, so it's recorded. It, it, we right. recorded that, right? We, we did, and we have, we have her on. Yeah. yeah, so it has to be. Mm-hmm. Um, no, hey, having her on. Super awesome interview. First of all, she's she's great to have on. Uh, and, yeah, maybe, uh, well, I, I don't want to say, I don't, I don't want to jinx anything, but I do think uh, that where she's definitely going to come back. And I think we could probably get maybe, I don't know, like a, every three months or a once a month or – I don't know. We'll see. Weekly. We'll see. Yeah, we'll see. We're, we're not. We're not guaranteeing. You're counting some chickens before. I am. Yeah, I am. Yeah. I like where your head's at, though. I know. I do like that. Yep. Um, we appreciate everyone tuning in. But uh, if you want to get some some grabbing a brisket swag, or you want to reach out to us, or any of that kind of stuff, head any, over to yeah. Any type of questions. Yeah. Any, any yeah. Grabthebrisket.com. There's links where you can reach out to us, or you can check out our. Badass T-shirts and hoodies and all kinds of other shit we got on there. Uh, you can check out some of the beers we've reviewed. 
We've got, you uh, can. We've got some of that stuff we've, on We've there. got recipes on there. We I think do. we've got some Our Christmas. Our vlog's going crazy, mm-hmm. so. Yep. We have some Christmas cocktails I think we have coming out. Uh, Just so. posted the pastrami recipe that's uh, on there now. It was so good. Really good stuff. Yep. Um, and, of course, like James said, we want to hear from you. So if you don't want to do it that way, you can always call in again. That's 434-829-2299 or email us info at grabthemandthebrisket.com. There it is. Dude, that's money. That's magical. Uh, as always, the listeners drive the show, right? This is what we're doing. This is what we do it for. So we appreciate everybody that that tunes in and listens. Uh, definitely wherever you go, share, like, subscribe, do all that type of stuff. And as always, hey, it's been fun talking barbecue with you. Peace. <laughs>As we close out, big thanks to SmokerBuilder.com and the MBBQA for their unwavering support. Absolutely. And cheers to Barbecue News Magazine, Suckle Busters, and Dow Strong Knives for their contributions. And you know Yeti always has our back, and Cooling Nation ensures our drinks stay perfectly cold. Lastly, props to Cambro Manufacturing and, of course, a spicy nut to Chicks of Smoke Seasoning. Thanks to all for powering this show. Until next time, keep smoking.